You're listening to the OKC82 Podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris. The best place for OKC Thunder basketball. A part of 1077 The Franchise Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the OKC82 Podcast. This is Brady Trantham with Madison Morris on this here Super Bowl Sunday. Um, but there was a basketball game being played earlier today, and it was a really, really good good one. It was fun. Uh, the Thunder lose, of course, 134-129 to 129 to the Celtics on the road. Uh, their seven-game win streak being snapped. Yeah, um, it got really exciting in the middle. It got really exciting at the very end when it looked like the Thunder were about to get shot out of, um, um, out of the building. Um, they were able to scratch and claw their way back to a one-possession game, and then an unfortunate turnover by Russell Westbrook late led to the Celtics just um, getting back to the free throw line and shooting the game out of hand. Um, You know, like, it was a fun game, Madison, but the Thunder played really sloppy. And it's it's really easy. The the Celtics have 36 assists on 54 made baskets. Compare that to the Thunder's 25 assists on 45 made baskets, and 16 of those assists came from Russell Westbrook. It's just not a lot of ball movement with Oklahoma City. They missed a lot of easy layups at the beginning of the game. Uh, Boston just killed Oklahoma City with the extra pass. And particularly after an 11-0 run by the Thunder in the third quarter to take a three-point lead, uh, Boston then goes on a 16-2 run uh, capped off by Marcus Smart's 12,000 three-point shots that he hit. (laughs) And uh, the Celtics pretty much never looked back from there. Yeah, it it was just kind of an unfortunate start for the Thunder to begin with because they came out real slow on offense, real bad on defense, and it's kind of a bad sign when you have a team that comes out and they're not doing well on either ends of the ball. And that's kind of exactly what was happening with with OKC today. And I don't know if it was just because this was the third game and on the road and they haven't really been home, they haven't been able to kind of – I don't know, recompose themselves, but it was just, it started out real bad. Uh, guys like Russ and Steven didn't really have what they usually have. Steven, I don't even think, did he even get in double figures with rebounds today? Adams finished with nine rebounds. Okay, he, he, was so... get, he gets worked by Al Horford. Um, he gets he has to get pulled out of the paint a lot more than he's accustomed to because of Horford's shot. So um, that's just going to happen when this matchup um, occurs. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. You, you, like Paul George had probably his first bad, his first average game. I mean, he had thirty-seven points. <laughs> he had thirty-seven points, but he went cold for far too long, right. especially when Oklahoma City was actually going on a run um, in the third quarter, and then towards the end of the fourth quarter, it didn't really have that much to do with Paul George. Of course, the threat of him hitting shot a shot is always out there for the defense, but um, just the first kind of cold game for Paul George in a few weeks, and it really cost the Thunder considering. Uh, he didn't shoot the ball particularly well, only shot 11 of 27, so 40% overall. And then Russell Westbrook, 42%, uh, 8 of 19, um, got three or four buckets in the fourth quarter to make his stat line look a little bit prettier. But, yeah, just too much, too many misses for uh, the Thunder um, from guys that they depend on, and especially uh, Dennis Schroeder, uh, 5 of 13, uh, his hot shooting from Orlando in the fourth quarter and, and Miami mm-hmm. seemed to m- uh, miss him today. Yeah, I didn't really travel over to Boston with them, but – uh, you know, I, I kind of want to talk about Terrence Ferguson real quick just because he did have a, a somewhat decent game. There were a couple times there were some sloppy possessions, but that kind of went for the whole team, not really just Terrence Ferguson. But uh, Terrence, of course, was doing very well on offense, and I think that's kind of become his role on the team, especially, you know, now Alex Sabrinas is slowly working his way back uh, onto the roster, kind of doing whatever he did before he took a weird leave of absence. But now Terrence Ferguson has kind of stepped up, so I kind of want to know what are your – 
thoughts and opinions about Terrence kind of taking on that role to be the shooter. Well, it was kind of funny because uh, on the post-game show the other night after the Miami Heat game, I don't, like I know you were busy, but um, it was funny because, you know, we've been sitting here doing this podcast for the last week and a half or so, and I've at least said, I think you agreed with me, but I said a few podcasts ago, yeah, I think uh, we're done with the whole Terrence Ferguson 0 for 1, 0 for 2 experiences. Right. And uh, Terrence Ferguson on Friday night goes 0 for 1. He misses his first shot early and then doesn't shoot again. So I got egg in my face on that one, but it didn't really matter. The Thunder kicked Miami's ass so quickly that it just didn't matter. You know, just kind of coast from there. They didn't really need Terrence Ferguson shooting. But tonight, uh, I believe he started three of three, finished four of nine, so went cold um, throughout. But again, moving forward, I liked it. I, I like it just like you were saying. I like an aggressive Terrence Ferguson. I like a guy, a guy at that position for the Thunder that keeps a defense honest and mm-hmm. spreads the floor that much more because when Andre Robertson is out there, it's a much different story. No one's going to close out hard on Andre Robertson even when he's wide open in the corner. It's just mm-hmm. not going to happen. But with Terrence, yes, you'd like him to see. You'd like to see one of those shots fall, especially in a um, a, cl- a five point loss like today. But I, I still like it, and I want to keep seeing more of that. Um, I think we are going to see it, and I think that the 0-for-1 uh, performance against Miami was just kind of an aberration due to how that game went. Yeah, and I mean, I don't really want to say this was a terrible loss for the Thunder just because it was a high-scoring game despite how bad the offense was to start. I mean, bad the offense from the Thunder. Obviously, everything was working very well for Boston today, and it just looks like they were ready to play. I don't know if it's because they're super hyped that they have uh, the Patriots in the Super Bowl today, but they came ready to play today, and it definitely showed. I mean, it. I, we were kind of saying throughout the whole game, you know, or at least I was kind of thinking this, I think this game is going to be close. And I said this on the podcast, uh, maybe the Orlando podcast, I think, but um, this was going to be the real test for the Thunder because, yes, they've been looking great. Yeah, they came into this game with a seven-game winning streak, but I knew this was going to be a big test just because it was a 1 o'clock game on a Sunday or whatever time it is over in Boston. And it just, I don't know, I just had, like, this hunch that something was going to go wrong, and it was just a little slow for guys like Steven, a little slow for guys like Russ, who didn't even really score his first bucket till the second quarter. And then, I mean, Paul, he just, he didn't look like the Paul George, even though the stats kind of show differently, because like Brady said, he picked up 37 points, which is phenomenal, but... It just shows how good he's become. Yeah. You know, like, this, Kevin Durant could have a 30-point-plus game. Um, back when he played for the Thunder, he still did that with Golden State. He can have a 30-plus point game, and you can kind of watch that game and th- say, eh, it was okay. I mean, he scored 30, but we expect Kevin Durant to do that. Mm-hmm. We're getting into the realm of like expecting Paul George to drop 30 points a, a night. 37 points is no, is no different. Um, had 43 the other night against Miami, 37 the, the game prior against the Magic, I believe. Um, yeah, it, it's it's become so commonplace now, but... Again, like I just thought, in the se- particularly in the second half, I thought he went cold for far too long. And, I mean, that's going to happen. I mean, right. um, Hubie Brown on the broadcast was just drilling the Thunder for relying too much on the three-point line. And, yes, the Thunder have been the second-best three-point shooting team in the league since um, January, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that has to do with Paul George, Paul George shooting and especially Terrence Ferguson shooting. Um, but 35 three-pointers, uh, Chisholm... Holland and I on the post game show the other night, we actually did the math, surprisingly enough, because I hate <laughs> math. But we kind of we added up all the okay, what's the max amount of three pointers that this player should take? And we went down the roster and we deduced that there should be no more than thirty to thirty two three pointers a night. Um, they they take thirty five tonight, but they kind of cooled down um, shooting their threes um, in the fourth quarter. I think they entered the fourth quarter with twenty nine. 
and it just had all the makings of they're we're going to look at the box score and it's going to be 12 of 41 or 12 of 39 it's going to be far too much they got out of the paint they didn't trust themselves getting to the rim um paul george of course hits that big three to uh, i believe get the deficit down to five late and that was his only bucket of the fourth quarter um he got a few foul shots to fall of course but yeah just Far too many cold stretches and too sloppy, especially on defense. Well, there was there was just a lot of sloppiness out there. I think it was from the six-minute mark down to the end of the third quarter. That's kind of when um, Terrence Ferguson had that really bad – well, he had a great pass from Russell. It was a behind-the-back pass, and then Terrence just kind of lost grip of it, and it flew out of bounds, and it was kind of a waste of possession for Oklahoma City. But uh, I think it was right after that, Dennis tried to give a good pass to Jeremy Grant and just lost possession of it again. And I think just little things like that is kind of what hurts this team because they're not taking good care of the ball, uh, especially in this game today. It just looked really, I don't even know what to say. It just looked really sloppy. And I, I think that's kind of what this whole game was kind of about. They didn't really take care of the ball on either ends. They didn't really come into this game with the fire they needed to, especially against Boston. And, I mean, I don't know. I just It looks bad overall. I don't really have, I don't even really have that much to say. It kind of just looked bad. It's, it's kind of, it's weird. Um, you take off Dennis Schroeder from, from the bench, you know, he, he goes five of 13, but the rest of the bench and only three other players from the bench from Oklahoma City played, uh, Nerlens Noel, Patrick Patterson and Hamadou Diallo were five of five from the floor. <laughs> hey! Uh, Nerlens hit his only shot. Patrick Patterson was two for two, uh, one big three pointer. I remember I tweeted out earlier and Hamadou Diallo was, uh, two for two. Um, yeah, I mean, Tommy kind of came out of nowhere this game. He had another dunk where you're th- like he had a tip in at the, in the first half where he just chilled in the air for about an extra second <laughs> and then was able to still tip the ball kind of from the side, uh, tip the ball back in. Just he, the guy's incredible. I mean, he's able to, to mm-hmm. score but, like just the weirdest buckets. But I mean, nothing was was better than Kyrie, Kyrie Irving today. I mean, probably incredible. the I mean, for as well as Paul George ended up, you know, with. The 37 points. Russell Westbrook has his sixth straight triple double, uh, 22 points, 12 rebounds, and 16 assists. But Kyrie Irving um, had 20 at half, only finished the game with 30, but it seemed like all 10 of his points came in the fourth quarter. And they came when the Celtics needed them because after that big 16 2 spurt in the third quarter, the Celtics' offense went kind of cold. They, uh, they ended up scoring 35 points in the fourth quarter, but I think six or seven of them came at the foul line. Mm-hmm. Jason Tatum, or Jalen Brown, excuse me, missed two free throws. So their offense really went stagnant, and they basically just said, here, Kyrie, just win us the game. And there was nothing Oklahoma City to do except for one possession, one great possession by uh, Terrence Ferguson where he defended him very well. It led to a Kyrie Irving turnover. Russell got, to the, Russell got the ball, and I think it ended up being two Russell Westbrook free throws on the other end. So, um, you know, there are times where, you play perfect defense as a team, um, or as well as you can play. And the Thunder did not play perfect defense tonight. They gave up 134 to Boston. That's just not. That's, that's just bad. inexcusable. It's too much for any team, no matter who you're playing. Um, but there are times where you can play well for stretches, but it just doesn't matter because Kyrie Irving's just amazing. Yeah, no, Kyrie was pretty good today, and I feel like I, I might be totally wrong, but I feel like all Boston players that were really on the floor and that were present did a very good job. Guys like. Marcus Smart and uh, Kyrie Irving, obviously. Jason Tatum was fantastic on both sides of the ball. He was able to get rebounds. He was able to drive the ball to the basket. There were two times that he had uh, absolutely nobody on him, and guys were just launching the ball across the court to him, and he was able to lay it in. So I just it kind of looked like for Oklahoma City, they just weren't present. They weren't 
awake. They had no idea how to play defense that day, and Jason Tatum was able to just do about whatever he wanted. But that kind of goes for guys like Kyrie as well. And, you know, I mean, I didn't even know Marcus Smart was that much of a shooter, and then obviously he, he woke up today. And then he, is, he is against the Thunder. He's a career 30% three-point shooter. Um, against the Thunder, I think he's a 36 or 37 three-point three shooter. For whatever reason, he plays really well against his uh, former college team's home state basketball yeah. team. Hey, <laughs> I, I know that guy. Uh, but then guys like Al Horford, and Brady and I talked about Al Horford throughout pretty much the entire game, just how great he was. He was able to uh, go 8 of 13 from the floor. He was 1 of 2 from three-point line, but, I mean, I, st- I still think that's pretty impressive when you have a big guy like that who's able to shoot from uh, downtown, but... I mean, we were talking about this. Guys like Al Horford, that's who's able to work Steven Adams. And Steven Adams had a couple of times where he looked really fast and very athletic. And I don't know why, but I'm always really surprised when I see Steven Adams move as fast as he did on some of those plays. Just because he's a big guy and he does get a lot of good work done, but he's kind of slow moving. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, that's kind of that was kind of the theme of the Thunder's defense. Um, just slow. Just slow. And, you know, Al Horford, it's funny because he's just the most unassuming athlete, yet he's <laughs> so damn good, and he does so many things so well, and it gets the Thunder's defense out of whack because, like like we said, it forces Steven Adams out of the paint. When Steven Adams isn't back there playing middle linebacker, making sure everybody's in the right spot and communicating yeah. really well, and then defending the rim and defending the paint, it gets the Thunder's defense out of whack, and that's pretty much how the game started. And it, it, it just seemed like one of those games where, and the Thunder have been able to rebound after slow starts this season. I mean, they're mm-hmm. one. Um, today they they actually fall back to the four spot. Um, I believe they're tied with Portland, and they of course have that tiebreaker. Um, so far, they, they've led the series 2-0. They've got two more games. Got one game coming up next week in Oklahoma City. Um, that that'll be a huge game for the standings moving forward. But the Thunder have been able to rebound after, after slow starts um, here and there throughout the year. But today it just really seemed like they played so sloppily. Russell Westbrook had a turnover on the first possession. He had a near turnover on the next possession, um, but it led to a missed shot anyway. The Thunder got the ball back. And then uh, an air ball, I believe, uh, on the third possession. Lovely. And, oh, no, no, it wasn't air ball. He missed a layup. It, it, like, he got to the rim really easy, wide open, and he missed a wide open layup. And the Thunder missed four layups in the fourth quarter, in the first quarter, excuse me. It, it just seemed like a game where they started sloppy and they played. It just kind of trickled down from there. But then again, right. Boston's a really good defense. They, they're they tied, um, I believe, with Oklahoma City for second in defensive rating. Um, <laughs> I guess after the game, Brad Stevens said sarcastically, um, oh, yeah, now we're both tied for like eighth because we, <laughs> we each gave up 130 points or whatever. But um, So you can look at it that way. The Thunder's um, offense was able to get – Pretty much whatever it wanted, despite a bad um, start of the game and a bad um, end of the third quarter. But um, at the end of the day, they're just going to look back at this game and say, just too many, too many sloppy mistakes. And uh, a lot of people are going to remember that Russell Westbrook turnover at the, uh, uh, the end of the fourth quarter. That was just ugly. Yeah, it's it like, was ugly. Yeah, Kyrie didn't really even do anything. He, I don't even think he really hit the ball. Like he swiped at Russell, who was racing down the floor, and. You know that's kind of a debate in and of itself. The Thunder are a really good team um, out of the time out of timeouts. Like mm-hmm. Billy Dobbin does a really good job of um, drawing up plays. And in fact, Jeremy Grant hit a big three out of a timeout. Right. Russell drove to the basket and kicked. It was the same play that the Thunder ran with Alex Abrinas those two games against Memphis and New Orleans. Except instead of Alex Abrinas, it was Jeremy Grant in the corner, and Jeremy Grant actually hit the shots. Mm-hmm. So the Thunder are really good at out of timeouts. The Thunder had a timeout. 
Um, but I can also understand, you know, Russell Westbrook gets the rebound. He's the fastest guy on the floor. Boston won't be able to get back in time, but Kyrie was just just able to swat at it just enough to kind of freak Russell Westbrook out, and he loses the ball and pretty much crushes the Thunder um, Thunder's chance to either tie or take the lead right. with that final possession. But um, just kind of a shame considering how Russell played in that fourth quarter because, mm-hmm. you know, Paul was cold, but Russell brought the team back um, when they were down by as many as eight in the fourth quarter. And sadly, people are just going to remember that. Right. And I mean, that's Russell's role. But it's kind of gotten to the point that anytime Russell goes on just a fast break like that, I just get really nervous because I feel like something's going to go wrong. I think it's just been his ball handling this season. I haven't been the most impressed with that. But I mean, that's kind of gone for the whole team, especially this game. I think, I mean, they're going to have to move on from this. They're going to have to just get over it. They come home on Tuesday to host the Magic, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, for the the same team in the last... Five day or wait that a week they that's played, been they, the epitome yeah. of the Thunder season yeah. this far. They legit play the same team just over and over within like a couple of weeks and then they're done. But I don't know. I I think this is going to be a game they're going to have to look back on and either just learn from it or just let it go and not let it affect the way that they play this next week of basketball. Because I mean, it was just it was just lazy today. I think it was just a little bit lazy. I think it was a little bit sloppy. They didn't really show up mentally, but I mean that's going to happen, obviously. And it's just a shame they had to snap that seven-game winning streak. Yeah, they they've played. I mean, obviously they've played well since that Lakers home loss, um, winning seven games in a row. You're bound, you know, about every ten-game stretch, you're going to have one or two stinkers, and you can say defensively this was a stinker. Well, but yeah. I mean, it kind of it kind of speaks to how good the Thunder actually are because we've seen this team time and time again just. When they have that third quarter defensive lapse that that they had today, a lot of teams would just fold. You know, you're playing in Boston. Guys like Marcus Smart are hitting threes. Um, that Tice guy that looks like House of Pain that I said um, hit a three. When when things like that happen, when when the random role players start hitting threes, it can snowball really quickly. But the Thunder are always able to fight and scratch and claw back into a game to give themselves a chance. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess if you're going to look at it that way. If you're going to have a disappointing kind of a stinker loss where you left a lot of stuff on the table, I mean, it, it's nice that it's a five-point loss in an exciting game like today. And uh, yeah. it kind of comes at the hands of Kyrie Irving just being incredible um, in the clutch. And it's funny, like, have you been paying attention to all the Kyrie Irving hoopla in the last week and a half or so? I mean, I read I read on Twitter. I don't really follow it too closely. Yeah, he said, um, in, he said in the preseason during, like, the Celtics, like um, – whole event with all their season ticket holders like he was asked so are you gonna come back to the celtics you're gonna resign with the celtics and he said that he was planning on it or whatever and it became this whole thing well then in the last week um somebody asked him about his future and then he said ask me again on july 1st when free agency begins and he said some other things that kind of put up his future up in the air Mm -hmm. and then uh noted boston celtics fan bill simmons (laughs) tweets out um tweets out how Kyrie's been terrible as a leader and how he wouldn't mind if Boston traded him. Oh my God. That's going to be a freezing cold take. I I don't know what Kyrie's going to do. You don't trade Kyrie Irving. Just like, just like a few years ago when that report came out from ESPN that the Thunder should trade Kevin Durant or that they were trying Mm -hmm. to. And Sam Presti immediately came out and squashed it. Like, yes, knowing what the, what, what you know now, you still don't trade Kevin Durant. Right. You ended up with Paul George. You don't trade players like that. It's just silly. Bill Simmons, silly. Kyrie Irving won this game today. He's going to continue to win games for Boston. They're going to be fine. It's, I, I don't know. I just thought we should talk about this, that dumbass take. He's probably eating that tweet today then. I don't think he tweeted that much during the game, but he's probably already drunk for the Super Bowl. Which, 
Um, that's another reason why we didn't. A- I, I didn't ask for questions because I just wanted to get the podcast up and out of out of there as soon as possible. Because I know everyone's getting ready for the Super Bowl. Madison, who you got tonight? Um, so I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Rams. No one shoot me. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> much respect to Tom Brady. Don't get me wrong, but oh, uh, screw Tom Brady. Honestly, <laughs> I. I mean, I'm not even afraid to admit this. I don't watch a lot of the NFL. And here's my thing. I would love to see a new team kind of emerge. I think it's cool that Tom Brady's chasing, what, his seventh or sixth Super Bowl ring. That's awesome. (laughs) But I kind of want to see a new team emerge. And I think if it's going to be anyone, it's going to be the Rams. I also have a couple of friends on the Rams. so uh, Humble brag. Humble humble brag brag. by Madison Morris. Yeah. I know NFL players. No, I'm just kidding. They went to school with me. And they just happened to, like, go on and do stuff. Overall... It was a fun game to watch. I'm sure everybody had fun. You know, good little palate, um, not cleanser because Super Bowl hasn't started yet. Good little appetizer <laughs> for the uh, uh, Super Bowl tonight. Um, but of course, the Thunder drop one today, 135 or yeah, what was it? 134, 129. 134. 134, 129. Um, the Thunder returned to Oklahoma City for a two-game homestand against the Magic on Tuesday, and then Memphis on Thursday or Friday. I can't remember. Um, first time that the Thunder have played Memphis, they're the only Western Conference team they've played. Ah, yeah. the good old Grizzlies, the ones who actually don't suck this year. Yeah, they hadn't played the Magic either until last Tuesday when the Thunder beat them. And they're going to play them for the second time and the last time this season. But uh, Boston sweeps Oklahoma City the second year in a row. Enjoy it, Boston After two, two disappointing losses last year, and you could probably say a disappointing loss at the beginning of the year when Boston dropped like 42 points in the third quarter. <laughs> It's just something about Boston and Oklahoma, Boston against Oklahoma City in the third quarter. There's something about it that gets them, uh, that just makes them can't miss from the three-point line. But yeah, uh, bad, sloppy performance, but not that bad of a loss. Boston's good, but yeah, that's just one of my Madison, thank you so much for spending your Super Bowl Sunday with me. Hey, heck yeah, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Everybody else, thank you so much for listening to the OKC82 podcast. Subscribe, comment, all that fun stuff. Go eat some queso. Yeah, but uh, look for us uh, Monday, Tuesday for Thunder coverage, all that stuff on thefranchiseok.com. And we will see you then. Have a good one.